It's time to crack a cold one and wreck some rankings on Wrecked Rankings. Welcome to Wrecked Rankings, and we'd like to thank you for showing up on time to today's podcast, because today we're going to be talking about being late for work. Also, I have to note that uh, our synchronization on the popping was not very good this time around. Well, I was just a little late there, but you know what? <laughs> I, there's probably a really good excuse for it. I don't, I don't know. Excuses. You know, they come in many shapes and many forms. Some are really great and valid. Some just make absolutely no sense at all. Yeah. I mean, there's all, all kinds of excuses. Uh, but <laughs> today we'll talk about being late for work, which ones are great, which ones are, are terrible. Uh, and really, I think we'll have some interesting conversations that come out of it. But uh, as far as the beer we're drinking today, where we go to uh, Carbach Brewery in Houston once again, and we're drinking the Southern Wheat Belgian-style white ale. Um, so they've returned to the show. And, uh, you know, uh, what, what, do you have any opinions so far on, on on the beer itself? You know, it fits the season really well, um, which, of course, is going to be the aim of the seasonal beers that they have at the store. But it's, it's, it's light, but mm-hmm. it, it has, again, again, it has that fruity flavor, kind of. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's delicious. Yeah, and they, they also have, a uh, per their website, a couple of recommended pairings. Uh, four of them, to be specific. Uh, they are barbecue chicken, uh, grilled fish, bacon and eggs, and campfire songs. So their their last pairing for the beers, campfire songs. The first two made sense. I guess bacon and eggs. I don't really have beer with my bacon and egg. Maybe I should. Maybe I'm doing this whole life thing incorrectly. It's the right way to start the day. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Go so go, going forward, I mean, I think we've all been late for work at one time or another. But you shouldn't. Yes, but I think it happens to everybody. I mean, sometimes, many times, it's our fault. Whether it's from a failure to plan or you know we, we just made some kind of grave mistake in our ways. I mean, sometimes the universe is just against you. Um, but ultimately, you're going to show up to work in all these situations at some point. And you're basically going to have to provide that reason as to why you relate. And, you know, you really have to put some thought into it. Or at least you should, right? Because you, in the grand scheme of things, you probably just didn't want to get there on time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> or at least you didn't put forth the effort. It wasn't high enough on your priorities. Yeah. So you want to, you know, tell you know the old boss man that, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm here for the long haul. I'm here to do good things. Please don't fire me. What I will say is, I guess before we kick this off, um, have you ever noticed that being late for work can sometimes be like the best like stimulant in the morning as opposed to like caffeine or anything? Like when you you wake up late and you're just like freaking out, the adrenaline starts pumping and you're just like wide awake more than you've ever been half the other mornings. Have you ever gotten that? Yeah. Um, more so, you know, when I was younger and you had to actually like punch the clock. And, yeah. Or else, like, you'd get in trouble with some sort of, like, arbitrary attendance policy. Yeah. So it's like you had to avoid that at all costs. So you had to get there, like, right on time. Yeah. yeah. Those were those, those were, were the, the days. days. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I guess if we're ready to go with this, I'm just going to kick it off and we'll start it going. Uh, but, yeah, at number five on the best excuses I have, if you have, you're having an issue at your house or your apartment, like some kind of big maintenance catastrophe of sorts, um, so like picture this, you wake up in the morning and you know, you, 
you got like a pipe that's bursting and, and there's like water coming out into too your, soon to your living room <laughs> whatever it is or maybe one of your windows collapsed and so you just got this big old like open space unprotected in your house um maybe you re- your your radiator fell from the second story to the first and caused a big hole um i'm just kind of making up uh catastrophes yeah, you here, are. But, but either way something that causes you to have to stay back at your home for a little while while you get somebody to fix it or make sure it's at least being attended to by someone to, to where oh hey i couldn't come to work on time because this happened can can you believe it uh I, I had my uh, water heater uh, roll off into the driveway or something, and so there was just disconnected water lines shooting everywhere or something. Well, you see, Nathan, as my best boss would tell me, you can replace a damaged ceiling. You can't replace a lost workday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's definitely true. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't argue with the logic of that. He, yeah. He's really got a point. <laughs> really does. Like, what are you, you going to do? You're not going to yeah. fix it right then. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I guess, yeah. So, like, this works best to you when it's something that has to be dealt with right then and there. Because, yeah, for example, if you've got, like, you know, something that's, like, a ongoing safety hazard or something that needs somebody watching it before you can safely leave your house knowing that your stuff's going to be okay or what have you. So, the, the scale on this can definitely change depending on what type of incident you're talking about. But overall, I think it's one of those ones that's pretty understandable if it happens, as long as it's something, you know, not ridiculous. Like, oh, shoot, the crown molding looks like it's coming off the wall a bit. I had to stay back. Like, something like that obviously wouldn't fly. But as long as it's some kind of legitimate issue that requires immediate attention, it's pretty good reason for being late. Yeah, I mean, in all seriousness, yeah, I think as long as your boss has, like, half of a heart, they're going to understand uh, obviously, they're not going to want you to like live in some tumultuous situation. Um, they're going to want you to address that, so you don't miss further work. You know, it, it's like putting off a, a checkup. You know, you should probably go get checked out and just deal with the problem. But no, <laughs> we're going to be stubborn, and we're just going to wait until it's like, oh, he needs surgery now. You know. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, that's basically all I had on that one. Okay, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, you know, it's pretty solid reasoning. So, the first one on my list is very inappropriate to use, and that is any sort of pet issue. <laughs> okay, so pet issues is my number five. What, what is a pet issue? So, things I've seen, or maybe, or maybe not, have experienced in the past. You let your pet out in the morning, and they wouldn't want to come back inside. <laughs> that has happened to me with younger dogs. You let them out to pee or whatever, and then they just, they just keep running around the yard, and you, and you have to go like tackle yeah. them to get them. So that that actually has happened. Um, other things, your pet may have ran away. That's not an excuse to miss work. We have an abundance of domesticated animals in this society. You can just go get another one. <laughs> Why do you need to chase Fido down the street? If you train them well enough, they'll come back. I, I wholeheartedly believe that. <laughs> I want to ask you a question that go ahead. somewhat relates. So you just said if you lose a pet, there's enough domesticated animals out there that you just go grab another one. So it's not a big deal. Yeah. What, so here on the earth, we're getting overpopulated. If your kid gets kidnapped, should you worry or should you just go get another kid? You just grab another kid. <laughs> you, just, you just grab another one. 
And you go, this is mine. I was worried this is where the logic was heading. And sure enough, it hit that train, train station. It's not fast. the same, Nathan. A kid and a pet are not the same. I love That's my right. pet. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cry when it dies. But you can't not get paid. You know what it's, I mean? It's true. How are you going to pay your vet bills? <laughs> How are you going to pay for the funeral? You're not if you don't go into work. Get into work. It's fine. Also, you know, I've heard of people like where their animals pooped in their shoes. <laughs> if the animal poops in your shoes, just have other shoes. Yeah, I would say, how many pairs of shoes do you own? <laughs> yeah, to be fair, Nathan, what if you like got really dressed up and you had like a perfect set of like brown dress shoes to go and the alternative was black dress shoes? Wouldn't you change your whole wardrobe? I mean, yeah, but how long would it take to change? It's not how long it takes to change. It's how long it takes to get your tie back on. <laughs> you, you might be able to, to, to work the tie. Just loosen it a bit. Just make sure you had a color scheme where the tie still works. You could save some... some you, you could save the situation there. But, but either way, yeah, I guess... You should have more... If you're able to do it, have more than one pair of work shoes. So yeah, that's, that's kind of a weird excuse sometimes. Because inevitably one day... Even absent the uh, poop and, and the, the sole going on there, eventually your shoes are going to crap out on you and you're going to need to replace them anyway. So it's always good to have at least have kind of like a backup crappy pair if you can. Um, so yeah, I think there's easy ways to avoid that yeah, particular see? So what a terrible excuse that is to try <laughs> to, to be late for work. What if somebody's pet dies? Is that a reasonable excuse? What about it? Well, it's dead. Move on. Oh, Go into geez. work. Why are you being late to work? <laughs> Look, Susie's been here since 3 a.m., and she needs to go take her kids to the doctor. You're going to be late because your cat Muffin died? <laughs> that, how inconsiderate. I mean, it's not the, it's not the worst, but, but yeah, I think there may be some differences with you on there. You know, that's <laughs> fine. Yeah, hopping over now to number four on the best list. This one specifically applies to parents, but it's basically if your kid gets sick or if they miss the bus or something at a driving school, basically your kid's causing you to be late for one reason or another. Cause like maybe if your kid's sick, you gotta, you know, watch them until uh, somebody can come take care of them or something like that to where you're held back. Like maybe you have a family member coming over or you and your significant other are kind of both staying back and then eventually you figure out who's going to stay there and somebody else still goes into work. Basically something where it's out of your control and you know, it's not something that you're able to necessarily plan for or if your kid's getting a little bit older and so you're trying to install some responsibility and basically be like, hey, it's your job to get up and get to the bus stop on time, that kind of deal. And say there's a day they fail to do that, so you have to drive them to school instead. Um, and just depending on what the timing of that is versus your work shift time, I could see you being late because of that. But But ultimately, it's something that originates with something that's fairly out of your control. Um, but, but ultimately you, you because you're late because of it, but it's not necessarily something that you specifically did wrong in every situation. You know, again, I, I like, you know, your, your list is heading in the right direction because the best part of an excuse is when it's not your fault, but it's an actual like living creature other than a pet. So like, again, it, it, not even just kids it could be your parents. Maybe your dad fell down a staircase. You know what I mean? That's a really horrible image. Yes, it is. But you know what? Your boss wouldn't buy that as much as, hey, my kid missed the bus. He's a terrible little 
we don't really cuss on the show. He's a terrible little shit, and he just he couldn't eat his cereal in time, and he couldn't tie his shoes, and he missed his bus stop. Yeah, you know it. Oh, it just drives me mad. <laughs> Hypothetically, in the future, when this happens, but you know, kids could be sick. They could also pretend to be sick. I remember faking being sick. Didn't you? See, the beauty of it, though, is if, if you're on the boss's perspective, it's one of those things where you know, in theory, the kid could be pretending to be sick, but it's not a question you can outright ask and get proof of. Oh, little Timmy's sick? I don't believe you. Provide proof that he is sick. Like, it's not something anybody's going to call you out on when you think about it. That's uh, Unless you're, like, a very small business that, like, doesn't have to adhere to all the workplace laws. <laughs> Hey, you, you you might be, but yeah, no one's really going to question it. I mean, they may get mad if you go to that well too many times, but it's a good ace to have in your pocket. Yeah, good job. Okay. Uh, so let me go on to my number four here. Anybody that says, my alarm didn't work, my alarm didn't go off, something like that. <laughs> so here's the problem with this excuse. The alarm works. There hasn't been an alarm that doesn't work. Okay, and you know what? If it didn't work, you didn't set it. So it's all your fault. None of this is on the technology. I'm hearing this. I think I think part of it is, I think this particular excuse has kind of gotten phased out by technological advances. Because I guess back like... If has you, it? If you span us back like maybe like 25 years or something, right? Correct. Before we've got like cell phones and stuff like that, and you have an alarm clock that's probably plugged into the wall. Say if you lose power overnight or something... And resets your power and resets your alarm clock to where the settings you had had on it before didn't carry over to where when it comes time for the morning, the alarm clock doesn't work because it's been basically reset by, by the power situation. I think I think that situation was a little bit more understandable back in those days, whereas these days, I mean, every cell phone is equipped with an alarm clock and every cell phone should basically be constantly on or... You know, connected to a power source overnight, which where you, you've got an alarm clock ready to go, even if it's just your backup to, to save you in case your primary system fails. I just, I guess an excuse that just doesn't work anymore, but maybe back in the day could have been a little bit better. Well, that's why it also makes my list, right? So it has gotten phased out. People still use it, though. So like uh, snooze, it's a great function. However, you could really, really, really play a dangerous game if you're hitting it too much. Or if you're like me and you set like five alarms all like a couple minutes apart. I've I've done that many a time. Have you ever done it and like when the first one goes off, you just shut off all the other ones? Have you ever done I, that? I think I have, but I think there's been situations where I may have shut them all off. And I don't remember exactly how it happened. Or I could have slept through them all for I know because I'm a very deep sleeper. So it's hard for me to know for sure, but it's definitely happened. Whether consciously or subconsciously. That's yeah. So, oh god, I, I I dream of sleep and hitting the snooze button. Um, I'm trying to think of other ways you could mess this up. Again, you always have a cell phone. Some you may have two cell phones, or if you have a partner, you might have two, three, four cell phones. Actually, another one I've seen is if you basically screw up by doing uh, PM instead of AM on your alarms. Depending on how your particular uh, phone alarm clock is set up. Mm -hmm. I can see where sometimes you have the wrong flip on AM versus PM side. So you've set alarms for like, you know, like 7 PM at night or something instead of 7 AM in the morning, something like that. That's a very good point. 
that's the only other thing I could think of that would still realistically happen these days versus, you know, how things may have been in the past. That would still be somewhat of an understandable excuse. You could have been getting back from like a really killer vacation and for some reason you left your phone in airplane mode. Maybe. And there was a time change. And it didn't, it, you didn't, it didn't change the time because it's still in airplane mode. Yeah. I mean, I think going back to it, all these things we're discussing now as potential causes, really they all kind of go back, like you were talking about, some with excuses being better than others, whether it's your fault or not. And kind of all of these go into your fault with the preparation or the execution of it. So I think... I think that's another reason. It's like all the reasons that happen these days, it's because you messed up, honestly. Like you you just didn't set it correctly or because something like this, if your work's important, you should probably be double checking your alarms before you go to sleep. Yeah. And making sure everything's set to go. Dude, I'm really OCD. Good. Like sometimes I'll like quadruple check it. Yeah. I, no, I don't I'm, know why. Like I know I said it. I'm right there with you. <laughs> and so like it, just because of that, you know, it, it, it shows some kind of evidence that... You failed somewhere in your preparation or review process. So I think, I think I completely agree with it being on the list for that reason. Because yeah, even even back in like you know the nineties, with if you're using like an electronic clock, because I was using the excuse that maybe the power reset and so yeah. you're screwed on the cell phone. I mean, back in those days, they even had like wind up clocks and stuff still that doesn't rely on you know an ongoing power. Yeah, source. it's all mechanical. So, so there there were some more you know I guess more manual ways to do things back in then, or battery powered options back then, or or items that are plugged in but have a battery backup in case you need it. Like because I, I guess depending on what year you're talking about, there was varying technologies out there that were built to help you in case something like that happened. But and obviously those got better over time too. But, but yeah, no, I think we're in agreement here. Okay, good yeah. deal. So, number three, picture this. You wake up, and you're driving to work. You're trying to get there on time, but your car breaks down. So oh, has it. man. So this is where we get into uh, it's the worst. car issues. So this is, this is one where, you know, you may have planned to go to work at the right time. You get up. You may have even left with time to spare, but you're driving, and... All of a sudden, your, your muffler tears off of your vehicle for some reason or another. I don't Is know someone how underneath it? I, I don't know. Your, okay. your, your tires, like your front left and back right tire, just pop at the same time for no reason. You're doing like this weird balance yeah. act on the road. Um, you know, something terrible happens or maybe, maybe your engine uh, falls or, or something. You know, just different normal car problems. And, and so because of that, you get sidelined on a highway or a road somewhere and you can't get to work on time. And, you know, once again, it's something that you did all the planning, right? You, you, you left at the right time. You had kind of a good action plan ahead of you. But the car craps out and you, you're stuck. You got to take it in for repairs, something, eventually get like a taxi or an Uber to work. And so basically this car issue that came up out of nowhere is what held you back. So I guess once again, kind of going back to the last one, you know, it's not something that's in your control when like your child or something gets sick, uh, you can't necessarily know exactly when some terrible car accident is going to happen or something going wrong with the vehicle itself. Yeah. So this is a fantastic excuse also because I think it, it adds in the element of danger, right? If you drive with a bad car, it could put your life at risk and your employer, they don't care about you, but they care about having to hire someone else and train them to take your spot. So like, oh, you know what? No, I just miss this one day. You can make it up later or come in late. Um, 
Man, there's so many things that can happen. Tire blowouts. I don't know if yeah. anyone would rip the muffler off of your car. But there's overheating. You know, you could have issues with the timing belt. I mean, when you're when you're driving around your vehicle, things can get wheel real fast. We didn't pause. That's just it. It was a really bad joke. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll get my uh, button gear on the the jokes. Oh God. <laughs> you know the ultimate car excuse like it'd be funny if you had to be late with the car issue but like it was your turn to do the work carpool (laughs) i don't know how much work carpools are still a thing i really don't you know in shows and stuff growing up nathan they always seem like they were like prevalent well it's just because in most cases they're not practical especially i think it really depends on what city you live in if you live in a large city or a medium to large size city of any kind Chances are it doesn't work out, like because one geographically people are too spaced out, and when you factor in the traffic of that city, it's just it would be ridiculous to do the work carpool. It just it doesn't seem to be happenstance anymore, where it just works out that everybody's you know in a straight line or in like a logical path of some sort that doesn't put the original person who's starting yeah. you know, the journey way off track. Like I think it's. It's just hard. I think it just depends on where you're living and, and like I said, traffic patterns, those kinds of things. I think it can vary. Yeah, but not a fantastic excuse. Milk that excuse for all it's worth until you get a new car. True. And then wait like a year or two. All right. Hit yeah. Me up. All right. So number three. So the good old excuse of I picked up someone or I picked up a hitchhiker. <laughs> this happens. Hold on. Hold on, sir. <laughs> You just said the good old excuse. Yeah. Have you, hear have me you, out. Okay, before I hear you out, have you ever heard this used in practice? Yes. What? what? Yeah. I don't believe you. Yeah. So I, I don't believe you. Dude, I've absolutely heard this. Okay, look, maybe not the word hitchhiker, <laughs> Okay, sorry, like a stranger. Before, once again, before you continue, have you heard it used more than once? No. Okay. <laughs> but that's why it makes it such a terrible excuse. So, you know, it could be a multiple it could be multiple things, right? So like you know, we're both happily married, but if you like if your wife said, Hey, I need you to go pick up my friend's brother, his car broke down and he needs a ride, you'd be like, Well, who the hell is that? And, but the, you would do it, right? Because you yeah. love your wife. Yeah. To you is that not some weird stranger or a hitchhiker? <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't refer to my wife's brother, whoever he said it was, is a hitchhiker. Or, you know, you're driving, uh, you know, in Houston, we have a lot of freeways and underpasses, you know, and, you know, you see someone less fortunate and they, they just want a hot meal. So you put them in your car and you take them down to the IHOP. I mean, couldn't you just give them money for taxi fare and food at Who the IHOP? Who carries cash? Who has cash on them? Venmo. <laughs> you th- Okay, Nathan, I don't, every time I've encountered the less fortunate, I have, they might all have cell phones. I don't know this. I don't know if they have Venmo. Maybe you can give them a traveler's check. Why are you outdating yourself even more? <laughs> Where are your traveler's checks next to your old alarm clock? <laughs> no, Nathan, all right, look, people pick up hitchhikers. I just want to go back to the days of traveler's checks and alarm clocks and Tang, Tang, the drink. Okay, let's say back in the day, right? Back, let's say Nathan was, you know, single again. You see, like, a beautiful brunette on the side of the highway. You know, you're driving to the office, but, like, how often do you just see this random brunette? Are you not going to stop? Why is she on the side of the highway? 
Who knows? That's why you got to stop. It seems like some kind of ploy. Like what? This could be a physically a physical danger element here that's at play. I think we should try this out. Let's spend one weekend just like roaming the sides of the interstates, trying to like get in someone's car. <laughs> like, I mean, what excuses are we providing? I don't know, but like once you get inside, you go. This was a ploy. It was just a ploy. <laughs> I thought you were going to go, can you get me to work? I'm late. <laughs> but just be like completely disheveled. I missed my alarm. <laughs> but like, you, you don't know. Like you could pick up someone and then they could like rob you. Or they could try to divert you into making multiple stops. Wait. So now your excuses. Sorry, I picked somebody up and they robbed me. That's why I'm late. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, there's this guy on the side of the road. I'd picked him up. We had to go to uh, Wells Fargo, and then we had to hit up Bennigan's after he had many things he had to accomplish. Dude, I'm telling you, doesn't that make it a terrible excuse? If you were my boss, wouldn't you really question it? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, we'll I see. Disagree. I just... There you go. <laughs> I guess this brings it to, like, I mean, I wouldn't see if I ever used this excuse of, like, I guess I didn't talk about our criteria beforehand, but when I was building my list, I was trying to think of what were common excuses. It, it makes more sense for the best list. I guess for the worst list, you do it however you want to do. But for, for the best list, I'm thinking of like what are like more commonplace instances that happen. That Dude, this happens. Oh, so we're in the gig economy, right? So like you know, you could be doing your side hustle as an Uber driver, and so you did pick up some weird hitchhiker, and they're just being really strange, or they. You know, like friends we have, they, they puke in your ride. And then, you know, you have to charge them like three bills to clean it up. It's just <laughs> it's just crazy, man. It's hard out there. Oh, man. So, I guess before I get to... Uh, the other thing, criteria-wise, I was going to say is when this, like... I was thinking about when I was doing this list, if I should give any credence to kind of like... Like, you know, COVID working environments to where... I mean, as we go through this list, like with some of the excuses we've seen, some of these only work during like normal work times or you're going into an office. I was yeah. thinking about, I'm, I'm trying, as we're going, I'm thinking about how many of these would work in a work from home scenario. I, I think there's really only been like two of them, maybe. That would All work. right, quick sidebar. What are they? So the housing issues, you may not be able to log on if you're constantly dealing with something at your house. Like you might be able to send a text message or something to your boss. I was saying the the alarm didn't work on the bad side. Like if if you just wake up late, it doesn't matter whether you're planning for going to the office or working from home. That could still work. Um, some of the other ones, it's hard. Like I mean, the car issues wouldn't make sense. The hitchhiker wouldn't make sense. The pet issues, it's it, it really vary on what type of pet issue you're talking about. Whether it could even relate, because that would probably be, just be bad timing on your part too. If you're cutting it that close with taking your pet outside for a freaking work from home scenario. Um, and then, I mean, if you're a kid sick or miss the bus kind of deal, I mean, you can generally work from home if your kid is sick and you're not having to like actively provide medical assistance. Yeah. So a couple of quick ones I was thinking about was, you know, internet's <clears throat> down, which does happen. I have Xfinity. It, that, that damn yeah. thing goes down randomly. And it's like, yeah, you might be able to hotspot from your phone, but that's normally pretty crappy. So I have time that doesn't even really work. Yeah. Um, on the bad side, I can't find my socks. <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> well, you don't really need your socks. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, for clarification, you know, there, there are certain excuses. I think the, I think the internet one is a great one for the the COVID environment. Yeah. But but yeah, I didn't I didn't necessarily go that route when I was doing this list. I was saying more of just like the more commonplace work scenarios. Kind of hopeful that you know that will be the case again soon. Um, but yeah, so I guess getting back to our list, hopping to number two. So this is the classic of you got caught in traffic. Whether it's just this is more specific. The, the excuse up higher on the list, if there is an accident of some sort that has caused the traffic. Mm-hmm. Because let's be honest, as far as, you know, driving to work in the mornings, you know, it, unless this is a brand new route for you going for work, like you move somewhere new or something like that, you know what the traffic situation normally is. You know how bad it can be. And so you know kind of what time you need to leave at in order to make sure that even in that bad case scenario you're still getting to work on time but however the one x factor is if there's some kind of you know terrible accident or something that happens that causes an unexpected traffic that's not in the normal game plan so something that really backs things up people are being rerouted you name it what have you so this is the one where it's like you know everything went right and you know there was some kind of accident that happened and it's a pretty commonplace occurrence too i mean it's bound to happen every now and then. Um, but, but yeah, it, it's something I nice especially if it affects multiple people who come that route. I mean, other people will be late too, which immediately vets your particular reason. Be like, oh, hey, you know, Joe and, and Susie and David were also late because they come the same route. So they were in that same accident traffic or what have you. Yeah, traffic, <clears throat> a fantastic excuse. It, it is hard. You know, when you live in a big city like we do, you have to build that into your commute because traffic is awful. It, honestly, any of the big like Texas cities, it's a bit. Austin's probably the worst. Houston and Dallas are close behind that, but like, dude, it's it's ridiculous. And then like, there's always some sort of accident. It and like some days it affects your route, some days it doesn't. Yeah. For whatever reason, I always hit it really bad. Like if I ever get off of work early, that's when that's when the accident was, and I'm like, well. well what are we doing? Somebody needs to alert the traffic authorities on this. Yeah. And stop like, letting you off of work early. Yeah. Like sometimes you'll be late, not even an accident. Like sometimes they just lane closers. And like, oh, we're going to shut down this lane during rush hour traffic for no reason. Um, absolutely, absolutely horrendous. Um, there's, I don't understand traffic jams when you think about it. I mean, it's, it's basically, it starts with like, you know, one... There's a chain decision. reaction, right? So Yeah, so it's because there's so many cars on the highway that when somebody's... I mean, if you think about just like, yeah, the chain reaction events and just like differences in reaction times, it starts with somebody needing to, you know, cross lanes or move off things, people move in different directions and having to slow down as a result of that, causing a slowdown for those cars and then all the cars behind them until it just piles up and turns into this giant, you know, thing. And it happens every single day on major roads, like where there's a lot of car traffic. It's... Kind of unavoidable when you think about it, but it is frustrating all the same. Yeah. But, but yeah. I, good good one. Yeah. Um, so, number two. So, this one's more realistic, I guess, for Nathan. Um, but some combination of, like... <laughs> Why would you say that? What is it? Well, you didn't like my last one, so, you know, for this one... Um, well, I mean, I agreed your last one worked. I just thought it was a ridiculous excuse that no one will ever use. This one's more realistic. So, some sort of, like, <clears throat> wardrobe issue. So, like, the three I kind of call it out were, like... Your your something was wrinkled really badly, 
or something was still wet from like laundry or something was just dirty. Like you just didn't do your laundry. It's so, like, it, anyway, oh like those, the laundry issues. So like, I don't know. I, th- I think it's kind of died off with our generation, but like, you know, everyone used to iron all of their clothes. I know people yeah. still iron. I know it's still popular, but like, I think a lot of us use like handheld steamers and stuff now more. Um, those have gotten easier. It's and, very convenient. It, dude, ironing is awful. Ironing itself is terrible. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where if, when you get into it and you're doing something in the meantime, like once you kind of get set up and you're rocking and rolling, ironing isn't that bad, but it's just, it's such a time commitment and kind of like to, to get going and something like, cause it, it's not that bad. Like say if you commit yourself to ironing and you get an ironing board out in front of the TV or something and you finally kind of get it going and you're, you're cruising with multiple shirts or something, it ain't that bad, but generally speaking, yeah, it's. It takes a little... It, I don't know, man. Take, so, like, take I, effort. I travel a lot for work, and, like, at the very beginning of my travel job, I used to, like, iron. But, like, every time you whipped an ironing board out of a hotel room, it was always from, like, 1990. I don't think they've released an ironing board that hotels have bought in, like, 20 years. This is a very weird question. Yeah. Do you think they ever wash the ironing no. boards? Because, obviously, that's one thing I was no. thinking about. It's, like, now, it's something everybody uses, and now, I'm sure all kinds of substances, like, been on it, like... So, I mean, you think about somebody's going to have their drink or something on it. You don't know where that ironing board's been, what it's touched kind of deal. And it, it always just kind of sits there. But I don't think everybody ever thinks to, like, well, clean the ironing board. Now, a lot of them hotels did have, like, a, some sort of covering. Whether it was, like, some sort of, like, thin fabric covering. Or, like, a some of them have, even have, like, a plastic covering yeah. on them. So, you would think, in theory, that they, they would change them out. Part of me thinks they really don't. I don't know. If, I don't think it's that many available. people... I think, yeah, if, if you look at probably the ratio of people that actually use the ironing board, it's probably really low. Um, but, yeah, like that. Or, like, sometimes, you know, you're doing laundry at night and, like, you start a load, but then, like, you forget about it and you go to bed. So, it's like, oh, crap, I left it just sitting in the washer all night. So, like, do you rerun it real quick? Do you just try to take it out and throw it in the dryer? Do you do both? Do you have to shuffle around for something else? Um, so, there's that dilemma. Also, did you just not wash your clothes at all? So now you have to like either put on something stinky or like try to do like a one of those, those quick wash cycles. <laughs> all right. So first thing I'll say is I, I forgive you when you were saying that this is more realistic for me. At first, I thought you're indicating that this excuse is something that I would use. Um, but now I, mean, I I've realize seen... you're just saying it's better than because I don't think this is an excuse I particularly would use. I mean, but to be you, fair, you are give you 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 do live in filth. <clears throat> that is uh, you've gotten better. Not true. You've gotten better. I'm a I'm a very clean man. Your clothes are all kinds of wrinkled. Okay, no. You're wearing a t-shirt. T-shirts don't count. Okay, but I was checking myself right now because I don't want to provide evidence against myself here. Um, but but uh, let me throw a scenario out there. Say say if this happens to be you. It's kind of off topic a bit. Okay. Like say you had thrown maybe like half your clothes into you know the washing machine and. They're sitting there. They're wet. You forgot to get them into the dryer. You fell asleep while you're waiting for it. Yep. And the other half of your clothes are dirty in the dirty basket. Yep. And so your options are to either dry some clothes, put them on and be late to work, or just put on dirty clothes. What are you doing? All right. So here's my kind of rule of thumb. So, like, I will put on something, like, I've worn. And, like, if I toss it in the hamper or whatever, as long as it's not, like, socks or underwear... I have to okay. have clean socks. I will put on a dirty shirt or dirty pants. But I'll, if I have clean socks and underwear, I'm good. That's my rule. Okay. That's my rule. That's that's reasonable. 
that I think I think that's a good compromise. I think a lot of people. Do no, nobody wants to start wet because then also it's it's naturally going to be wrinkled. So like it's just yeah, just go with the dirty. There's not many worse things than wet socks, by the way. I will say that right now. Wet socks are terrible. Probably not very healthy for you either. No, but. no. Wet bread. But you can avoid wet bread. You can't avoid, like... You, can you? Kinda, you? In most scenarios, you have to wear socks. You can't can't avoid them that easy. Or it's not easy to go without them. But, uh, yeah, wet bread sucks, too. I, I, will, I will agree. Yeah. But yeah, so then, now we're getting to the top of the list. So here, at number one on the best list, I have the truth. What? This one's more uh, conceptual in nature, but with all these other excuses we've talked about, they may or may not have actually happened. Something that commonly occurs is that, you know, somebody like oversleep or something like that, and they'll go in and make up one of these random excuses that we have, like they'll blame it on traffic or something else. They don't want to take accountability for it. But I think... It's important to tell the truth. If if you were late because of, you know, your kid being sick or, you know, an accident or something, you know, say what that is. But I, I don't think it's necessarily the best practice to get into the habit of lying to your boss. Like, say if he did mess up, be like, oh, you know what? I screwed up. I didn't set my alarm or, you know, my clothes were in the wash. I fell asleep. I, I messed up. Just own up to it. People respect you for it. Be like, oh, yeah, hey, you know. I'm really sorry I'm late today. I messed up. I had some stuff like in the washer or something. Just be honest. Uh, I think it actually pays off a lot more than you think it will. And like I said, it builds a respect in, in uh, some instances as long as you're not constantly doing it. I, I think it's it's something that's pretty admirable. You'll feel a lot better for it too, not sitting there having to lie to somebody about why you're late. Like I said, as long as you don't make a habit of being late for, you know, reasons that you're fault. I think there's something noble in just kind of owning up to it and moving forward. I think it depends. You know, honesty is not always the best policy. It depends on your circumstances. You know, you might have a boss that's out to get you. That's true. You might have someone that's trying to terminate you and they're just trying to find an excuse to do it. I've seen that happen to people. Um, if you have someone that's nice and understanding and you re- and you respect each other, then yeah, it, you know, it, it, it's a good time. Um, it's probably going to work out okay for you. It's not going to be too much of a headache. But, man, part of me is like, maybe maybe lying is just part of the the experience of being late. Or like, you know, fabric, you know, just little white lies on top I mean, of the In many truth. cases it is. It's kind of like the accepted norm. But, but I will I will say, yeah, the there are certain qualifications that are needed, needed here. Because, yeah, if... You're in a case where it could potentially cost you a job because you have you have somebody who's being a stickler. I could understand where you, you know you may choose to lie instead of telling the truth if it's that bad of a situation. Although I will say, if it is a that tense of a situation where you're constantly worried about things like that, you probably should be looking at you know probably other employment opportunities or something there. If I mean you you don't have kind of that kind of trust and respect going on to where you you feel like you have the room to make a mistake every now and then. Cause yeah, that, that can be like a mental torture in itself. But, but yeah, I guess I'll qualify with saying in any case where telling the truth will be accepted, you should be doing that. And I think everybody should strive to be in a workplace where you're allowed to tell the truth. Cause yeah, cause if I was in a workplace where I didn't feel that I'd, 
I probably feel very uncomfortable there. Uh, and I'm sure that it infects multiple aspects of your job too. But, but yeah, I think it's the only other thing I would add to it. Um, cause you know, yeah, a lot of things we've talked about, I mean, they are out of your control and they're going to happen. And so, I mean, it doesn't hurt to be open and honest about those for sure. I mean, especially if it's something that you didn't necessarily have the ability to plan for. You know what? Well said. I don't have anything witty to say on top of that. So <laughs> All right. I'm kind of excited now. That's the worst. So the worst one, it, it's a very obvious choice, but we're going to dive into it. Pick the, up two hitchhikers. No, the weather. Okay. The weather is a, it, it's like a, it's the great equalizer, right? It's all, we can blame everything on mother nature, but you know what? Stop doing it. You can't. Okay. You know why? The weather happened to everyone. It didn't just happen to Nathan. Okay, it happened to Matt and Susan and Bobby. It it affects all of us. You have to plan, all right? Why do you think every five minutes on the news there's the weather? Why do you think there's the weather channel? Why do you think every smartphone has a weather app built into it that's like on the front page? It's because we need to be adults and we need to plan accordingly, okay? It is unacceptable in 2021 to go, oh, I think it's going to drizzle, so I'm going to... Just plan the same amount of time. No. Bake in five to ten extra minutes. Adjust. Adapt. Overcome. You know what I mean? This is this is insane. I guess to, to clarify, so th- you're talking about kind of more commonplace stuff. Like, what if there's, like, you're talking more in a situation where it's, it's kind of something pretty commonplace, like a rain or something. Let's say, like, there's light ice or there, there's rain to where, you know to I mean? where basically you're saying most of the workforce is there on time. You're one of the few who are late. Yeah. Because if it's something that's more severe where most people are late or can't get into work, that, that you're more understanding. I'm talking about, about yes, I, I guess that, that's a fair like that's a fair question. So my basis is, or I guess my, my train of thought is that you are the one who is late. Yeah, so where you're, you're you, either you you're singularly either a small were, were yeah, or, you were late. Okay. Everyone else was pretty much on time. Okay, then that's, you're the outlier. That's fair because yeah, if it's something where, I mean, the other only element is if element is uh, if the weather reports are just wildly wrong. I guess I can sneak up. Well, it often is wildly time. wrong. So so yeah, because I guess your normal commute should have some kind of you know buffer in there. Once again, we talked about like traffic. We talk about does there should be some kind of buffer built into your commute time that you're ready for random instances like that or for an unexpected drizzle or whatever it is you want. So I think I think it's a fair point. I think I think the exception, like we said, would be if something terrible's happened. Like it's it's a very severe thing that it's affecting multiple people and causing several people to be late, as opposed to you being in in that small minority. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we're on the same page there. Cool. All right, so now, now we've completed the list. Uh, I guess starting with the best side, is there anything that you were expecting to see that didn't show up? You know, there's only one, and I, you might may consider it kind of odd. Okay, I'm worried. So it's very, it's like I'm super, so it's like super specific. Okay, so the boils I, were lanced unexpectedly. No, 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 no. This was. But boss, I got you coffee, but they messed up the order, so I had to go back to get it right. See, this is a fantastic, this is a fantastic excuse, okay? Because one, you made a coffee run, and that's already props to you, right? And then two, you had the due diligence to double check the order before driving off, 
and you realize <laughs> that S- Susan Nobody at Starbucks got the order wrong. So you went back out of your way to fix it. And you know what? Being late doesn't even matter to the boss at that point. <laughs> don't laugh. Okay. No, so, all right. You, you say don't laugh, but so kind of the honorable mentions that I, I had that were kind of competing. One of them was like, the reason to make it, because it's more on like the lying side, or maybe you made this decision when you're already late, is that you're late because you're getting like, you know, like food or coffee for the team. Like maybe you're going to pick up donuts or pick up like coffee or something. Yeah. Right? But chances are it's when these happen, it's, oh, I'm going to be late to work. So I'm going to go pick up food so that I can show up late and everybody forgives me kind of deal. So that's the reason I didn't make it. But, but yeah, no, I, that was, that was in consideration actually. Um, but yeah, I guess some of the other things, this one would go more onto the lying side too, but saying you had like a doctor's appointment or something in the morning, like either you actually did and you did a terrible job of communicating that to, to your work or you didn't, but be like, oh, hey, I thought I told you I had a doctor's appointment. Sorry about that. Um, that's why I'm late. And so you had to show up after a certain time. Um, and the last one I had, uh, was family emergency. And this one kind of crossed over with the whole like kid situation a little bit, cause that can kind of count. But like you were saying, if you have your dad falling downstairs or something that would definitely count just something, you know, in that realm, cause you can have all kinds of family emergencies. You could have a, I mean, death in the family, just all kinds of different things that can happen that, that cause you to be late for one reason or another. Um, but, but yeah, and it's also something that. You know, it's pretty sensitive. I think I don't think anybody will ever really question you too much if you're not wanting to offer a lot of information in those scenarios. Um, but but yeah, so depending on how you use it, whether it's legit or not, that can be in the line category either too. So yeah, the but. the only other like I think good excuse I had was, oh man, I got pulled over and got a speeding ticket. <laughs> that one, that's in, that 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 one didn't make my honorable mentions, but. I thought about that for See, a hot it, second. It, it's great because it it adds that sympathy factor, right? So like, yeah, you're late. So you have, first your boss is irritated, but then you're like, you tell him you got a speeding ticket, and he's like, well, they've suffered enough, I guess. So I'm just gonna let it go. I guess it still goes back to a failure to plan correctly, though, that you're having to speed to work in the first place. Kind of like you know, like the alarm. Yeah, but see the like beauty of it. Wet clothes. But... See the beauty of it. It doesn't matter at that point. Yeah, and and I guess yeah. So with some of these, you know, the net effect on your job or how your boss perceives it could be great. Yeah, but but yeah, if you're if it actually happened that you got pulled over once again, it's great. But yeah, if you're in situations where you feel like you're needing to lie to your boss, I think it's always worth the question of why do I feel the need to lie to my boss. But that, that's about it. Um, okay, so I guess. On the bad side, I'll yeah. ask you first. Were there any other ones you were considering of putting in there that that didn't quite make the cut for you? So there, there was. There's one that stands out, and it was the because this has happened to me, but it was a, totally my fault. Something to the effect of you forgot either your like some sort of IT equipment, like you somehow left your computer, computer or your work phone at home, or even like a name tag if you have like scan like secured access or something. All of these things at some point have happened in my life. And it's a really crappy feeling. Because like sometimes I yeah. commute from like really far away. And it's like... <sighs> so it's like, do I turn back and get it? Do I try to like <laughs> pull something off where I do something else today? Um, but it's, it's all your fault, right? Like you, you can't really blame anybody for it. It's, 
Yeah, I guess th- there's one really funny story I had at work one time where um, somebody had come into work kind of at the usual time, and I'm sitting at my desk, and I see them walk over, sit down at their desk, and look and see there's no computer there. Sit down, then immediately stand up and walk out of the room because they forgot that they had taken their laptop home the, the night before and to put it in their personal office. So to literally get to work, come there, get there on time, everything, not realizing that, oh, yeah, I brought my computer home last night. Just sit down, look. It's almost like something from a sitcom where they looked and saw, yep, my computer's not there. They just kind of step up, you know, sigh, and just kind of walk out of the room, and you could see how defeated they looked. It was yeah. hilarious, but... But yeah, it happens. But but yeah, it's one of those things where it is your fault when you think about it. Now, did you have any other ones you were thinking about? No, that, that thing is mostly it. Okay, so <laughs> there was a part of me that was wondering if you're just going to come in with these super ridiculous No, reasons. no, no. And, and so, uh, I mean, some of the things that I wrote down, I just started writing down nonsense in case that's where you went with it. Um, I don't even know if I should read this, but it's like, oh... I had too much dip on my chip, so that's why I'm late. Um, you had to travel to the past or to the future or back from either one. Um, you have, have you ever heard the joke about anal glaucoma, where you, you say that, oh, I had anal glaucoma, I couldn't see my butt coming into work today. Like, it may be funny, but it's probably not going to fly with your boss really well. Um, I have, you fell into a pit of molasses, you had to help Gary Busey tie his shoes, you had to return the time stone, you're filming a music video, just... I just started writing things like that in case you went with that direction. You obviously didn't, uh, so uh, these don't work that well. <laughs> no, I didn't go too off the wall. Part of it was like, I was making love too beautifully, boss man. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, well, yeah, you tell your boss man I was making love too beautifully when you were just busy knocking boots. <laughs> you know? Uh, but yeah, I mean... There's an endless amount of bad reasons you could have. The picking up a hitchhiker was not one I was expecting. That one, that one Dude, still it happens. Me. Ha- I hope you pick up a hitchhiker. <laughs> but apart from that, I mean, all your reasons are... I-, I could see somebody using it and being kind of a bad reason, so ultimately I think the list works. <laughs> you know, I don't, maybe one day in the future, uh, this has been accelerated over the past year, but maybe like you won't need excuses you know, down the line. Like... Cause, Work is starting to become a little more flexible in some places. It's not as... Yeah. It's a little more fluid. Well, it depends what job you have. If there's no reason yeah. to be there at an exact time, it's generally not necessary and there's no use in busting somebody over it, especially if they can make up the hours later in the day based on the type of work. So it's not necessarily even worth, you know, getting that worked up over what time somebody shows up, depending on the particular job and what the circumstances are. Well said. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I think that was another successful episode here. Uh, what was your final thoughts on the beer, Nathan? It was good. I I enjoyed it. I mean, it's pretty much, I guess, yeah, if you've had, you know, kind of like the Belgian White Ales before, I mean, it's kind of what you'd expect. I, I mean, I think it's solid. I, I enjoyed drinking it. Um, if I had to, you know, drink it again, I'd probably say yeah. You You'd say yeah? Yeah. Okay. I'd say yeppers. No, you wouldn't. Um, but yeah, it, it was a good beer. Um, it was much better than having to, you know, come up with an excuse for being late to work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But okay, so this has been Wrecked Rankings. We just talked about excuses for yeah. being late to work. S- set your alarm clocks. Everybody. Set your alarm clocks. Double check the AM and PM difference. Yeah, it you matters. know, repeat your script in the mirror tonight AM, as to PM what you're going to tell your boss tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you at work.